Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Exceeding TV. I'm Reek, and we done made it to the season finale, y'all. Okay, all right. I just had to dance real quick because, boy, we didn't have a time this season. Ooh, we didn't have a time. All of the topics, all of the revelation, all of the growing out loud. If you're watching, we got merch, y'all. Hashtag grow out loud exceeding TV. If you want one, hit me up. If you're listening, you have to go to the YouTube or the Facebook page and see it, and then you can hit me up. Either way, I go hit me up. Hit me up and get you one. But yes, my goodness, we have had a time, and I love how God just works everything all together. Because if you've been if you've been with me for a while, if you've been rocking with Exceeding TV, you know that there was about five weeks. I was out of commission. I was down. I was down bad. I was out. Out of there. And I didn't record any episodes. So for God to tell me at the beginning of the year, like, yes, the season finale. And guess what, y'all? This is the 20th episode coming out on the 20th. If I were to record it those five weeks, it wouldn't have lined up. It would have been sooner. But you know what I'm saying? God do, he do what he do. He do his thing and he do it well. So I love that. I love that. I thoroughly enjoy that. <laughs> but I am so excited about this topic tonight. I am so excited because I think this is very encouraging. I pray that it encourages you like it encouraged me because just like all the other episodes, you know, it starts with me. Everything, it, it starts with me. And this is definitely something that God had to tell me personally. And, you know, I think Corinda, I think it was Corinda. She said, this is this a, this a, a working, it's a working message. <laughs> this is a working episode. Like, God is still doing his thing. He's still, you know, but if it's coming up, that means he's trying to get it up out of me. So, I pray that it encourage you above all else because tonight's episode is called Stop Apologizing. Who? Y'all, stop apologizing. And then he gave me a subtext on top of it. Stop apologizing. Just be. And just be is something that absolutely is near and dear to my heart. That is me and my sister Christy's um, signature line with our clothing company, Rising Queendom. And it just, it fits. Like it really, it really just, it just fits because I think that my experience with apologize my experience with apologizing runs deep it runs very deep now i've had years and years and years and years and years that i've actually verbally just apologized for everything like just 
everything I said, everything like I just was always that person. Like even when it wasn't necessary, you know what I'm saying? Even when it wasn't necessarily something that needed to happen or I just overly apologize. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I would just apologize, apologize, apologize. And then, of course, I started my walk with God and I, I began to realize that you can apologize without opening your mouth and apologizing. Like, you don't necessarily have to say the words, I'm sorry, to give off a posture of overly apologetic. And I think that that is something that is really easy to miss. It is. I think especially if that's something that you normally would do. Like I was a, a shrinker. Like I walked into rooms and I would just shrink and I would just... I would just, I want to be invisible as a genie. Like, I want to be invisible. And I think that what what that did was, because I had fully convinced myself <laughs> that I was one of those type of people that I needed to be in the background and that I needed to be out the way. Like, I didn't really have anything to say. I didn't really... You know, I've definitely touched on that, but it's just like, I've always just convinced myself that I just didn't have the right words. It just wasn't how it was supposed to be. It wasn't, that just wasn't it. That was me apologizing for who God made me to be. And God is ready for that to be null and voided. He absolutely is because he is calling me to just be. and. I definitely don't feel like I deal with that alone. I definitely feel like that's definitely that's something that people deal with more often than not, honestly, because I feel like, like I said, a lot of people would see it as, okay, stop apologizing as verbal, but stop apologizing is a posture. Stop apologizing is a stance that you take. And really it's, it's it, it really could be, spirits that have overtaken you like a a low self-esteem spirit a you know what type of spirit I guess I deal with low I dealt with low self-esteem so that's definitely something that you know that 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 stopped me like not having the confidence in myself and not being bold in the things that God has called me to be and I think that I have spent a lot of time apologizing for God giving me the words (laughs) and saying it was I I know that I talked about in a recent episode it was a a situation where literally it was about apologizing like the Holy Spirit would have me say something um to somebody and he would use me to say what he needed to say and it would come out so stern and it's so hard and in my my insides would just like cringe and I would literally say what the Lord told me to say because obedience is better than sacrifice, baby. I was going to say what he told me to say, but I would literally in the midst of saying that, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know. I don't mean it to come out like this. And all the spirit was like, mm, I need you to stop doing that. Like, because I said what I said. And I think that, that that was when I was in that phase of verbally apologizing. But when he told me to stop apologizing, 
because I'm so smart, right? <laughs> I stopped verbally apologizing, but my posture in certain situations and certain settings was that of someone that was apologizing constantly without there not, there was no, there was no need for me to apologize. There was no, nobody was requesting it of me. Nobody was, you know, say, it was all here. It was all up here. This beautiful mind that we, that we possess. This beautiful mind that is so complex and so, it's so many different things to it. It's kind of just like there are ways to literally live in a, in a manner that does not embrace who God called you to be. And God is sending out a call to me and anybody watching this to just be. Like, he had me to go to the scripture that is on the sleeve of our shirts, which is 1 Peter 2 and 9. And to be a chosen generation, to be a, to be a royal priesthood, to be a peculiar people, to be someone that shows forth the praises of to the God that took us out of darkness and brought us into a marvelous light. And the, the connection to the two of just be like, if you can't think of anything else to be, you can think to be peculiar. <laughs> like if you can't think on these things, like if you can't think of anything else, that you are, because there are times that you get into a space where you don't know. I don't, I've, I've, I've been in a space where I just, I just don't know. And I'm not saying that I a hundred percent know now, but I know more than I, I did before, especially with, you know, cause we're going to tie in that this is a season finale, especially with starting at seating TV and going back and looking at episode one, episode two, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the growth, the acceptance of who God has called me to be. Because like I said, I think it was a couple episodes ago, like, I had convinced myself that I talked too much. I had convinced myself that I didn't really have anything to say. I had convinced myself that I didn't hear the voice of the Lord. Like, let's, let's take it to the big stuff. Like I had convinced myself of all of these different things and God was calling me to just be, and I didn't know what that meant. I didn't, I didn't know exactly what it meant. Like, who am I? Like that was very, that was a very hard dark time. And I, I dwelled in that place for a long time. And it was, it was kind of hard in the world. It, it was definitely hard to not have that identity and not really know. It's not necessarily a lack of having the identity. You know what I'm saying? I don't really feel like I knew that I was, I was somebody. I knew that I was a, a sister. I knew that I was a daughter. I knew that I was a friend. I knew that I was a a confidant. You know what I'm saying? I knew that I was certain things, but they still didn't fit. And of course, they didn't fit because there was a void in me. You know what they say? 
before you form that relationship with the Lord, when you when you walk into that and embrace the relationship that you are one of God's children, like there's a void in you that is only filled by him. So knowing all of those things, those were like surface things, but it wasn't that hard. Like that, that's just what it was. Like, even though I walked into rooms and I would shrink myself or I would not say something, or I would know the answer to something and not feel confident that I knew the answer. Even with that going on, it wasn't as bad as when I began to walk with God and not know who I was for, for some reason. I mean, not for some reason, but for very obvious reasons to myself, that was very problematic for me, especially when it came to, you know, being under the leadership that I'm, I'm in, we're very word based. Like we, we are living word, holy church, not holiness. <laughs> We are holy. We are set apart. Like we are the God is holy. Be ye holy for I am holy. So we are very word based and, you know, gifts come without repentance. And that is something that we are, we work towards your assignment, your kingdom assignment. Like who are you in the kingdom? What? is your place? What, what is it that God has called you to be? What is it that God is calling you? We are very, very big on growing together and growing into that kingdom being that you are and really feeding your spirit, the, the, the things of God. That was very hard. (laughs) That sounded like a brochure. It wasn't. But that was a very hard process for me because I had been I had spent my whole entire life convincing myself that I was just these surface things. And now I'm sitting in front of a leader that's looking at me and she encourages me and she inspires me. And she's just like, what are your gifts? And I'm just like. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I am. And that went on for a long time. Like it it really, it went on for a long, it went on until August uh, or July of 2022. It, It really did when, when I, when I sat down and I gave the yes to do exceeding TV, that was me saying yes to a gift. Like I like to believe that I am gifted to, to do exceeding TV. I like to believe that God chose me from the foundation of the world to do exceeding TV, that I am peculiar enough. I'm just peculiar enough to always sit here and say what God tells me to say. And the comfort that I found in that was something that pricked me to explore more. And we started Exceeding TV, not Exceeding TV. We started Rising Queendom in 2020. And in 2021, 
God changed it to just be. And it came, it came directly to me. My godmom was was preaching a sermon and she looked at me and she said, it is time to just be. It is time to just be who God called you to be. And when I tell you that thing hit my spirit so hard, ooh, I had never felt anything hit my spirit that hard. Like it, it, it really did, honestly. Like, and I think it was because though it became the face of rising queendom, it was such a bigger meaning to just be than what meets the eye. And these, these, what is it? Y'all can't count. Justice for B is two. And it got a period. Because if you ever notice, it got a period. Because just be period. <laughs> just be period. So what that is? Seven. These seven characters. Y'all don't talk about me. Y'all better not talk about me. Don't talk about me. Okay. These seven characters. Six if you want to be technical, seven with the punctuation because that's what we said, period. That's what the Lord says, period. But these seven characters mean so much more than just seven letters on a shirt. It's so much more than just the scripture on a sleeve. It is a... command (laughs) that is that is something that is so necessary for this walk it's so necessary in the kingdom to just be whoever god called you to be because there is a there's a provision in being who god called you to be i have provision with exceeding tv Like when there's a problem that comes up, like I talked about it earlier on episode two, me and Christy, we were sitting down, we was recording rest don't stop. I'm talking about, we was talking real good. Y'all I got up and my phone had recorded 30 minutes of us sitting there for an hour. And I had no clue (laughs) because I couldn't see that the phone had stopped recording. My phone had ran out of space and I could not see that the phone had stopped recording. And I was sitting there and even though it only recorded a certain amount, there was still things that, you know, from when we went back and watched it, there were still things that needed to be said (laughs) in that moment. So I sat there and I was just like, God, this is technically the first episode. Like the first episode, the welcome, welcome, welcome. Was just me telling y'all what was going, going, going on. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, this is technically the first episode, and it's so good. It's it's like it's such such a good revelation that you know that that I got because that was really what prompted me into sitting down and saying the yes to do exceeding TV. So it was kind of just like it's, it was necessary. So I'm like, okay, God what would you like for me to do? Because I know what you told me and I'm going to be obedient, but this is a problem. And it was so funny. Me and Chrissy were talking. She was like, the look on your face, I thought you were about to walk in your room and just lay down for a little bit and recollect yourself. Cause I was so flustered. I was so frustrated in that moment. Cause I'm just like, 
We've been sitting here talking for an hour and it only recorded 30 minutes. It only recorded 30 minutes. <laughs> and I think it was less than 30 minutes. I think it recorded like 20, 20 minutes, like 25 minutes. So as I was walking, well, actually, I just stood up and I started walking towards my room. And it was like the Holy Spirit was telling me, go get your mirror. And I got one of the mirrors, like everybody got the Walmart mirror. And I got the mirror and I put the mirror behind the camera and I'm looking at it right now. And so that way, the Holy Spirit is telling me, so that way, if by chance this happens again, you'll have the mirror there and you'll be able to see it and you'll be able to act quickly. That was provision. That was God, God's provision to allow me to just be. That was something that he took off of me. The, he took the worry of that off of me so that I could just be. So that I can just sit here and say what needs to be said without having to constantly be in a mindset of what if this thing is not recording and I'm just talking and talking and talking and talking. And I'm so grateful for the provision because that lets me know that it's, it's something that God, I heard him. <laughs> like, I heard him right. I heard him when he told me to do this. I heard him when he said, get this backdrop. I heard him when he said, this is what the sign looks like. I heard him when he said that. I heard him when he told me that it was going to happen and how it was going to happen. And even with the obstacles and even with the, the things that happened with the, I had a full breakdown. There was a breakdown. Them five weeks, I was breaking down y'all. Like I was down, I was out bad, like, but it was necessary. And I didn't, I didn't want to come and sit in this seat that I love so much, like, because I love to help. I love to I love to talk. <laughs> I love to talk. And if I can help somebody while I'm talking, that's even better for me. That's, that's, that's enjoy. I enjoy that. That's a gift. You know, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy sitting here, whether it be, I'm so sorry, y'all. That's my ice maker. We're just going to ignore that because I was supposed to turn it off, but we're going to ignore it. It's going to pretend like it didn't happen. It's simple. But I enjoy sitting here. I enjoy hearing people tell me that they enjoy the episodes, that they enjoy the topics, that the topics that are are literally given to me to talk about, that they that they can sit down and have their own conversations and they can sit down and ponder on those things within themselves and grow with me out loud. That is so beautiful to me. I, I I truly, genuinely enjoy that. And to know that all of these years of not knowing and apologizing for with with keeping my mouth shut, because my apologies, once I once the Lord told me, I want you to stop apologizing when I tell you to say something to someone, one person. I want you to stop apologizing. It was kind of like he was walking me, walking me up, <laughs> right? So I want you to stop apologizing to one person, but I, I stop apologizing with my mouth, but my posture would apologize for me before I even walked into a room. 
my lack of confidence spoke for me before I walked into a room. So though I'm in the room, I don't feel like I have anything to add to the room. And I serve an intentional God. So any room that I'm in, I'm supposed to be there because if I wasn't supposed to be there, I wouldn't be there. That goes for work. That goes that that goes for ministry. That goes for anywhere. And I had a hard time coming to grips with that. I had a really hard time figuring out what exactly was going on. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I can't lie. It wasn't until a couple of weeks ago that I that I actually heard that this was the episode, Stop Apologizing. And you know what? It was actually a couple of weeks before that I was sent a video. And the video basically was saying, stop apologizing for the things God has placed in your bag. Stop apologizing for God giving you that revelation. Stop apologizing for God giving you the encouraging word that needs to be used to encourage somebody. And I think that there are so many different factors that factor into apologizing without actually opening your mouth and apologizing. Like I said, it's a posture. It's a it's spirits that overtake you that that apologize for you. Like I talked about it before. Honestly, this is it it comes full circle, but it's like to know the answer to something, but don't feel confident enough to say the answer that you know for sure that you have the answer to. That is so, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's dangerous because you never know what that answer can do for the person that it's intended to do the thing for. And that's why God is so heavy on the just be. I'm heavy on the you realizing that you're chosen. You're a chosen generation. I'm I'm heavy on the you realizing that you're peculiar. And I made you like that. And even though you don't talk like nobody else, you don't walk like nobody else, you don't dress like nobody else, your voice don't sound like nobody else, you don't got the same sense of humor, it, everything about you is different. There's nobody like you. I want you to embrace that more than you ever have in life. I want you to to walk in a a stance of I am different. And that is the thing. (laughs) That is the appeal. That is the because that means that because God is so intentional and because I am his creation. He made me. He created me. He 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 made me to talk how I talk, to look how I look, to sound how I sound. He made me that way. And he also have he has placed people in my path that need me to just be me. They just need me to, to have the sense of humor that I have. They just need me to get the revelation that I get. They just needed me to go through the things that I, I went through. They needed me. They need me. I need it. They need me to be who God called me to be, to help them. So that they can go help somebody else and they can go help somebody else. And that's all that we're here for. We are here for the betterment and the growth of the kingdom of God. To be helpers of one another. To walk unapologetically in all that God has called us to. To not feel like 
that there's a competition going on. There's no competition going on. Like we are all running our own separate race and you may be called to, to, to have a podcast and you may be called to do what you see me doing, but you are going to do it like you and I'm going to do it like me. And we have to embrace that. And I think that it is, it's past due. The, the, like I, I hear like a, like like it's like a, a, a it's like it's time's up that's what it is it's like the timer like you got that little cooking thing it's like time's up it's time's up for apologizing for something that god intentionally made you Ugh, that makes it sound worse Oof. apologizing for something that god intentionally created you for if God created you to be the one that has that peculiar, different revelation than everybody else in the room, walk in that thing like you ain't never walked into anything in life. Like the 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 honor, like the the sheer joy. Like I I really do get sheer joy from sitting here and rambling on and talking. Like I love to do and that be something that god can use for the betterment of somebody else like god can use that to introduce like i i heard i don't know who said it i'm pretty sure a lot of people have said it sometimes you know only you're you're the closest that somebody's gonna get to god like you're the closest somebody's gonna get to the knowledge of god i think that's the same Something like that. You know what I'm trying to say? So for me to be sitting here and that to be a an assignment from the Lord to be the person to sit down and just just be. Just be who I am. Just be. Cause I'm y'all, y'all know me. Like <laughs> y'all know me. Y'all know my personality by now. Y'all gotta know my personality by now. If you just joining me. We had us a time this season. Go back and listen. And we're going to have us more of a time all the seasons to come. To God be the glory. If it's in the Lord's will. So, you know, it's just like to know that I'm enough. To know that I don't have to apologize. Because I've been chosen to do something that I genuinely love to do. And I think that. It is just time. It's it's time to to walk in that thing. And I was thinking it was I think it was last Sunday. I was like, I got to I got to mention this because my God sister did something that was so inspiring to me. I don't know if she knows it or not, but if you're watching this, Shakovia, you genuinely inspired me. I was so inspired. We were sitting in service on Sunday and there was a a lady in our ministry that was hurting. She was hurting. I don't know exactly, you know, what was going on, but, you know, she had just got out of the hospital and it was just like the Lord, right? The Lord revealed that, you know, she needed to be prayed for and she needed to be healed. And Pastor B said, Anybody with the gift of healing, anybody that, that knows that they have the gift of healing, come to the front. 
And she looked at me and I looked at her and I was like, she was like, uh-oh. She was like, oh, the time, like, uh-oh. And I looked at her and I was like, what? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, what's going on? Girl, you got to get the hell to find out. Like, what's going on? And me and her have had so many conversations. Like, what's your gift? Like, we used to talk about it. I'm like, what's your gift? Is? Like, what's your gift? I don't know. You know what your gifts is? You know, you find out any more gifts that you got? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because we all absolutely have at least one. But you got more than one. Like, chances are you have more than one. Get into it. Like, it's time to just be. We finna stop apologizing. We finna just be. We're going to stop. We're going to stop shutting out parts of us that, that God wants to bring to the front. But she was looking at me and she was like, oh my goodness, like, I'm sorry. I it was it was a beautiful moment. Like, but she was she was sitting over there, she was just like, uh, and I was like, girl, you better be who God told you to be. Like get hmm, be who God told you to be. I ain't telling you to go up there if you don't want to go up there. But if you're supposed to be up there, you better get up there. And my God sister walked around that thing and she went up there and it was so, it was so inspiring to me because the boldness, even in that moment of like, uh-oh, like, <laughs> cause I didn't have plenty of them moments where I'm just like, better not, <laughs> like probably, probably not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? But to see her quickly, like quick obedience, like come on, quickly become who she is. Quickly tell the room, this is who I am. Like, my God, like how inspiring is that? And I think that that is what God is requesting of his people is to Show them folks who you is. Like, show them folks who I made you. I made you. You have power. You have authority. Like, you you have something to say. You have something to add. Like, I was definitely one of those people that was just like, mm, well, they're kind of more qualified than me. And God had this, like, I qualify and, and disqualify. Like, you don't really get to decide. I remember, it's a blog that I wrote. Qualified was a word that I used. <laughs> the blog was called You're Not Qualified. You're not qualified to disqualify yourself from something that God has made you since the foundation of the world. Like, thank God we're not qualified to disqualify ourselves from the promise, from the assignments, from the calling, from the gifts. We don't have the authority to, to tell ourselves or anyone else that we are we don't have the capability of doing something that God created us to do. And I'm so grateful that I'm not qualified because my goodness, I would have been talked myself out of a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I'm sitting in something that I definitely talked myself out of. And so God was like, guess what, Stinker But You finna do it because I, I have need for you. I have need for you to reach the people that I have purpose you to reach. I have need for you to have the conversations and to say the things and to to hear me and say what I need you to say. I have need for that right now and I need you to tell me yes right 
now and I need you to trust me because you told me that you didn't trust me and I told you that I can work with that. I told God, I had, I, I said that in a previous episode, like I, I have never trust you 100% a day in my life, like ever. This was 2022. <laughs> like I had to be honest. I had to be honest with God. Like God, I have never trusted you 100%. I, I really wasn't honest enough because honestly, I hadn't trusted God 20%, 15 and a half percent. And it was kind of just like, God was like, I can work with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could definitely do something with that. I can't do something with you just not saying it out loud. Like, and you just, you're not, you're not moving. You're not growing. It's not, you know, you're growing a little bit. You're growing. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you getting some, because of the leadership that I'm under. Like, listen, baby, you ain't got no choice. Like, ain't no options that live in word. Like, it's like, if you you hear all this good word every single Sunday, I'm talking about the fellowship group, Bible study, like, you get all this good word, you're, you're bound to grow some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? But the full potential, the full walk, I can't, I, I can't start it until you, you honest with me. And the honesty was like, God, I've never trusted you. And that's important. <laughs> it's a really simple, God is, God is actually quite simple. I came to this realization a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's really kind of a simple formula. It, it's really, it really is. It's, it's trust and obey. Everything that that deals with the things of God, that that deals with God, is it's really one plus one. It, it's like I tried to make God so complex, and I tried to make God so so like it's so hard. It's so hard to to be pleasing to God. It's so hard. Like oh, how disgusting that sound it's so hard to please god like he's the difficult one in this situation but it was like it became so simple to me god you just want me to trust you and do the things that you tell me to do and if i trust you and i do the things that you tell me to do even when an obstacle does come my way I'm just being. The battle's not mine. It's yours. You you fighting that battle. Like that's that's on you. And you want to do it. Like who knew it was that simple? Like I'm pretty sure a lot of people knew, but it was my aha moment to get. Like God is not something that's just so complex. Like the things that he asks us to do, the the things and the people he asks us to walk into to the not the people but you get what i'm trying to say like to be the person to just be the requirement for just be is trusting and obeying god y'all like why did it take me so long (laughs) why did it took me so long why did that take me so long to god be the glory god i thank you why did it took me so long to come to that 
come to that realization. It, it, it really is quite simple. And just being, because there's provision when you just be what God called you to be. Because you're chosen. You're peculiar. You are just who you need to be to be who God has called you to be. And if I hear God tell me to do something and I trust him when he tells me to do it, then that means that I trust him that he knows that I'm qualified to do the thing that he's asking me to do because he's not going to ask anything of me that he knows that I'm not capable of doing. That's so simple. And I didn't see it that way. I really made it like, you know, what's that class? What I had? Calculus. <laughs> I actually had pre-calculus. I don't even think I would have made it through regular calculus, honestly. Pre-calculus whooped my behind just enough for me to know that math wasn't, math wasn't mathing like I needed the math. Like I thought I loved math. Like I thought math was my favorite subject. I lied. I don't know what my favorite subject was because when I got into pre-cal, all that was going void, all of that. I turned God into a, a pre-calculus formula. And anybody that took pre-calculus or regular calculus or anything of any sort that has to do with letters that doesn't have a regular arithmetic, then you know that <laughs> those things can get real tricky. Like you put the wrong X, the wrong A, the wrong C, you're done. You're never coming up with the answer. Never. And none of her tests were multiple choice. We're not talking about this, but it was so weird that none of her tests were multiple choice. Like, I get it. Write the formula. But we talk about that. I turned God into one of those kind of situations. You see how aggravated I just got <laughs> in that one little moment? I used to be aggravated because I'm just like, God, you know. God, you know I can't do that. I can just imagine the Lord's face like, who said that? <laughs> who said that you couldn't do that? You, your mind, the world. A lot of different things have told you that you, that it's so hard to just be what God called you to be, that it requires so much and that it, it takes so much, but the, Obedience is better than sacrifice. <laughs> Ooh, I've been standing on that thing. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God, you want me to go sit down and say that? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to have to do it. I'm going to just stink a butt. Listen, this is what he said. I don't know, baby. Let's talk it out. Let's let's walk it down. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I would rather do that and 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 sit there and and be like, you don't know what he's talking about. I'm pretty sure you know what he's talking about. You ain't got to tell me. It ain't for me to know. But guess what? He pricked me to prick you, and we all just pricked out here. Like, let's figure it out together. But I'm gonna say what I got to say. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And I think that. <sighs> It's been so liberating getting to that point. It has been so liberating. And like I said, this is, I'm still walking this thing down because if the episode came up, this, this is still something that God needs to matriculate out of me. <laughs> so because he needs to matriculate that out of me, 
I know he need to matriculate it through somebody else too. So I'm just here to remind you to stop apologizing and just be. And if you can't think of anything else, that scripture has a lot of great things to say. A chosen generation, a royal priesthood, royalty. Hmm. I love that. I love that for us. A royal priesthood, a peculiar people. Peculiar. I like the way peculiar just, it just feels when you say it, peculiar. I'm peculiar. I am peculiar. I am chosen. Baby, can't tell me nothing. I got to walk in that thing. Like, if I can't find nothing else nice to say about myself, I can say that the Lord chose me to just be. He chose me. And now, blowing my mind, you chose me to be the vessel to create the merchandise (laughs) for the message of just me at Cain. And it, it just, it blew my mind. It really, it really did encourage me. But I, sitting here, transparent moment, I didn't understand it. I heard it. I knew it. I understood it. It hit my spirit deep. But I, as I as I'm sitting here realizing that I, I have still found myself apologizing in my posture and in my confidence when it comes to the things of God outside of this space. Because in this space, right here, where we at right here, I unapologetically be read. I say what I say. I keep it pushing. I do what I do. It's my, I'm in my zone. But I found myself at work apologizing for knowing something that everybody else doesn't know. I find myself watering down my, watering down me to accommodate what I feel like I water down who I am to accommodate who I feel is also in the room. I feel like there are people that have worked there longer than me that know more than me because they worked there longer than me. But I'm somebody like I'm one of those like self self learners, like, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. In school, it was a very bad thing. But I don't even really feel like it was a bad thing. I just used it for bad because what I would do is I would do all my work at the beginning and then do whatever I wanted to do for the rest of the time. But I did all my work. Still not right. Don't do that. But I did all my work. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. So it wasn't a bad thing. It was kind of a good thing. It was kind of. But, you know, we're going to move on. But so I'm one of those people, like, if you send out an email and that email got some information, and that information is interesting to me, I am going to fully research this information. So I have found myself knowing a lot of policies and procedures and knowing a little bit about every little, like a little, I know a little bit about a lot of different things. And it's so crazy because my supervisor gave me my annual review. And on my annual review, he said, on your individual development plan, that you have. You said that you think that you have moderate job knowledge. Why do you say that? What I wanted to say is that I water myself down 
so that I don't overshoot in the confidence department because I've dealt with not having confidence for a long time. So I just don't shoot too high. God is saying it's time to stop doing that. But I, what I actually said was, you know, I think that I, you know, I, I know how to do my job. I know, I know the answers to a couple questions. And he was like, you have expert level knowledge when it comes to this job. Like, you know, uh, I come to you all, and this is true now. This is my supervisor. My supervisor will literally be like, Hey, come over here real quick and show me how to do this. <laughs> like, come over here and show me. Like what when you click this button, what what is it supposed to be? Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's just like, you have this expert level job knowledge, and I want you to stop shooting so low for yourself. Like, stop shooting so stop. What he was essentially saying was stop watering down who you are so that if you fall, it don't hurt as bad. Because I think essentially that's what apologizing in your posture is doing. Is that what if you're wrong one time? Because nobody said you were perfect. I had to come to that grip today. Striving to be like Jesus and being Jesus are two different things. Now, by no means am I saying that I want to be Jesus. I don't, I don't want to be Jesus. I don't want to, I don't want to strive to be Jesus. I'm, Jesus is the only perfect one out here in these streets, okay? But my strive to want to my strive to want to be the best that I can be turned into a search for perfectionism, a search for, it left no room for any mistakes. It left no room for me to grow in grace. <laughs> it left no rooms for me to be gracefully broken before God. It left no room for that because any one little thing that went wrong, any one little thing that was messed up or any one little mistake or or trip or anything like that would send me into this spiral of everything's on fire everything I, I just messed up it's it's over with it's done I messed up and those those one mistakes would turn into large amounts of my life being in darkness simply it's just depression you know what i'm saying suicidal like off one little one one mistake it only took one time for me to to fail at something that i felt like i should have done better to my breakdown that was god showing me that was an example for me to pull on because though i i was stronger than that moment at the time I would I had grown past letting depression get me to that point God used that moment to show me that there were things in me that though that was a breakdown and though you were strong enough to deal with that spirit I still need that 
it was necessary. The spirit had purpose. That breakdown had purpose because it showed me something about my intentions with exceeding TV because I didn't want to sit down and give out my bad, give out depression to everybody. I didn't want to sit here and have that spirit talking instead of the Lord talking and that be out in the world. And that's just, that's just what it is. It would have turned this into something that I never intended, that God never intended it to be, but especially me, because I always want to be a help and not a hindrance. And so it showed me that my intentions, it showed God that my intentions with the CDN TV, that I took him seriously, that I I stood on the fact that I was going to help people by growing out loud, that that was what he was calling me to do, that I was chosen to do this thing that's so special and so important and so necessary and so needed that I wasn't willing to allow the enemy to step into this seat. And as I said, those five weeks that I didn't record led to the 20th episode being released on the 20, on the 20th of January. And I just have to, I just have to see God in that. I have to see that that lets me know. And that brings me comfort because God was like, I felt so bad. I was so, I was down on myself because like I said, it only took one time. It only took one mistake because I felt like I was stronger than that for God to say, it's okay, but you just get back up. Like I gave you your emotions. Emotions demand to be felt. You can't, you can't go through life not having emotions. That would be unrealistic of you. And I was talking to my sister earlier because I had a situation where transparent moment, because I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna just be transparent. I recorded this episode already. And I had to delete it. I had to watch it. I had to repent. And I had to delete it. And today was a day. <laughs> today was a day. I got through it. God got my God. He got my spirit back right. But I was in full blown tears this morning when I had the realization in that the Holy Spirit sent my sister to tell me that wasn't done right. It wasn't the intention. The enemy crept in. And the the, the very thing that I said that I wouldn't do, essentially I did not do because I'm sitting here right now and I'm being obedient. And I had to be obedient earlier. And I got so down on myself this morning. I beat myself up for a few hours. I did. And Christy said something to me. And it just, it, it made so much sense. Because she's like, you tell me all the time. The feelings demand to be felt. And she said that there are so many purposes for feelings like compassion like there's so many purposes for your emotions that don't include 
mixing it with God because God doesn't deal in emotions. God is not an emotion-based God. God is, I said what I said. That's just, that's what I said. Like, I, feelings go up and down. Emotions waver. I don't waver. My words will not come back. Like, it won't come back into me void. It's not going to go to you and then I'm going to change my mind because I'm mad at you. And then, because thank God that God don't act like us. Oh, God, I thank you for not acting like we be acting in our emotions. Because I didn't did a lot of bad stuff based on emotions. But, um, you know, she's like, you know, there's so many great purposes for your emotions that don't have to deal with the things of God. Like, but God gave us these emotions and these feelings and they demand to be felt. But just like when I was on this floor right here, breaking down, I'm talking about breaking down in September. God said, I got to get it out of you. I use your emotions to show you that there are things that are unlike me in you. Not that feelings and emotions are the the, the devil. The devil. That's not it. But the things that we do and the way that emotions cloud, they clog, they they like put like a film over our ears. And when the Holy Spirit trying to talk to us, we'd be like, la, 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 I can't hear you. That's what emotions do. So the, the way that we use emotions sometimes are not good. But God gave us these emotions and they demand to be felt. Like, you know, you can't walk around here acting like you'll never cry. You'll never cry. Like get that check. Like you need to you need to do some evaluating because why you don't never cry? Like you ain't never got you don't never cry. Come on now, y'all cry. Crying is therapeutic. Crying is getting it out. Crying is letting it out. Crying is processing something out of you. Just as long as you understand that you got to get back up. The emotions are not the problem. The actions that you do, or the the way you dwell in those emotions are the problem and I had to really sit down and I the Holy Spirit was just like hey listen repent and sin no more I'm like okay so I'm sitting there and crying I'm like okay God can I just delete the video because I know you're gonna tell me to delete it he was like no I want you to go watch it <laughs> I want you to hear yourself I want you to hear the problem. I want you to hear it. I want you to, because that's how you really grow. That's how you really, you know, that's, that's <laughs> you gotta, gotta face that thing. Like, look, you messed up. And, and then he crept in. He did because it was kind of just like, oh, I'm way stronger than that. I, with my intent to never be a hindrance for, for God to have to come to me and say, hey, yeah, delete that. Why didn't you delete that? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I need you to delete that thing. Like that. It didn't knock me out. It it definitely knocked me down, though. It definitely knocked me down. And and the Holy Spirit had to remind me, like, I'm not like the world. Like when I forgive you, I forget that thing. Like, you repented. I forgave you. It's over with. Like it's time to get up now. Like, 
It's done. I, you you saw it. You heard me. Oof! You heard me. You obeyed what I told you to do. You processed it. You searched your heart. He told me to search my heart. You searched your heart. You found the problem. You repented. You did what I told you to do. You went and looked, listened to it because I couldn't even look at it because I was just disgusted. I wasn't disgusted when I was when I when I watched it before I realized I wasn't disgusted. Transparent moment. <laughs> I didn't see that wrong with it, right? Like I was like, I ain't really say. I don't think it was bad. It was not what it needed to be. It just wasn't. It wasn't what it needed to be. So there was a lot of. It was a lot of reek in it. And the last thing I want is a lot of reek in exceeding TV. Now, reek in essential. But oh, these this last week, the enemy been the enemy been in me. Like, <laughs> oh, eh, you're uh, uh, okay. So it was a lot of that. It was a lot of things that that had happened. That a lot of that just was it was seeping. It was seeping out my skin. It was just out my skin. You know what I'm saying? So I heard him. I watched. I listened to it. I saw what he was talking about. I realized where it came from. I repented, and where I should have got up from that moment and just. God was like, you did what I told you to do. That's, I told, I told you, you trusted me that there was something in you that was, that was going on that had attached itself to you that I didn't give to you. You trusted that I, I, I ain't crazy. You obeyed me when I told you to go listen to it and then delete that thing because you're going to have to record it again. You did the formula. You did the thing when you told me that you were sorry and you asked me to forgive you. I forgave you and I moved on. Now I need you to realize that I moved on and I need you to move on with me. And that transparent moment right there, I know for sure has happened to somebody (laughs) somewhere. When you get to those situations where you feel like you've messed up and you feel like you've done something that you felt like you've grown past or something comes over you or some type of emotion or feeling or spirit or otherwise something happens and you make a mistake because you're not perfect. God is gracious enough to to forgive you. And I still want you to just be, I, I did not disqualify you from the call. I didn't disqualify you from the assignment. And I kind of feel like I let God down and he, he was like, girl, move on. (laughs) I need you to move on. You told me that there's not a situation that you can't praise your way out of. That's what you said. You told Facebook that. You told me that first, but then you told Facebook that. And my God, I was like, you know what, God? 
Because I was in a funk, y'all. It, it had me down. That thing had me down by a couple hours. I ain't going to lie. L- at least about four. About four of um, At least about four or five. I'm going to give it five at the most. Like, it wasn't my whole shift at work, but it was a lot of my shift. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was, it was, it was a couple hours. You know what I'm saying? And I had to, God had to remind me of something that I told him. Like, God. There's not any situation that I can't praise myself out of. And I turned on my music and I began to praise God. I began to worship God. And it was just like, it's like I remembered. I came back to myself. I came back to the knowing that I can I can ask God to forgive me and I can move on because he ain't gonna hold it against me. Like he's not gonna be like, aha, psych, I'm coming back. Because he knows my intent. And I'm grateful to serve a God that knows me. Like that know me, know me. I'm so grateful to have that type of communication and that type of relationship with God to be able to have him personally (laughs) walk me through what could have potentially been a large setback. Because imagine if I would have stayed in that and I just would have not recorded the episode, that would have just gave a bigger crack for the enemy to come in and be like, gotcha, gotcha. Hey, you may fall down. But you got to get back up. You got to, it's time to just be. You got to, you got, you're too busy just being to be staying down for long periods of time. I'm proud of that six hours. Cause let me tell you five weeks, y'all. Five entire weeks. I'm proud of that six hours. Like I'm a clap for me <laughs> because ooh, it was times that I'd be out for years. So them five weeks was improvement, but six hours, five hours, I'll take that. I don't never want to do it again. I got to be aware. Be aware of how the enemy attacks you. The enemy attacks me in my emotions because I used to deal with my emotions a lot. Like God told me he got my feelings, but he knows his child. Like I'm, I'm quite the emotional person. So that's where the enemy strikes me. And now in those six hours and talking to the Lord and being counseled by the counselor, I realize like that's where the enemy is going to try to attack me the most. So now I can get the one up so I can hit the block. So it does get better. So the growth does happen. So the just be can keep just being. And that is really the message. That's the, let the just be, just be. Like, just be who God called you to be. Strive and work and focus. That's the, that's the word. Focus on the things of God. Because as my favorite scripture says, And I finally got it. I finally got the aha moment. 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If you focus on the things of God, the things of the world not only become less significant, but God gives you your needs and your wants. So if I focus on the things of God, all of the things that I I feel like, first of all, all my needs are already, that's already checked off. But the things that I want can be in them things that's added unto me after I focus on the kingdom of God, focus on the things of God. And it's not to get the worldly things because where your heart is, that's where your treasure is. And what they say, it's harder for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven than it is for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. I don't know if y'all know what an eye of a needle is, but I felt like I was a little slow that day and I Googled it, I think. And it's just a regular needle, y'all. Like, I thought it was like a little... First of all, it's a camel. I should have already knew. First of all, it's Jesus. I really should have known. So, <laughs> metaphor city. You know what I'm saying? But it's not about that. But, y'all, like, we live down here. <laughs> we in the world. We ain't of the world. But we are in the world. There are things that that's, that's needed. And the joy. Because there, those are things that are added too. Peace, joy, love, purpose. Like those things, those things are added to you too when you seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. When you seek those things and you find yourself without peace and without joy and walking in those things, this brings me joy. I lived a large part of my life without joy and sitting here and talking to y'all right now brings me absolute joy. It absolutely does. Like, I love it. I do. I can't wait to see where God takes it. I can't wait to see how God expands it, how God expands it. That's a lot of S's, but you get what I'm trying to say. How how he expands exceeding TV. I can't wait to see his plans. And all I want to do is just be during the process. Because if I can just be, he going to do all the other stuff. He going to do the hard stuff, the hard, heavy lifting. And the things that are added to me by seeking him and doing and just being bring me joy and peace and all of these great things and that is that is the goal the goal is not to be in torment doing the things of god god doesn't want us in torment if he did want us in torment then he would never have sent jesus down here we would just been paying for our sins and just called the d-a-y so because he did hallelujah because he did, I am to believe that he does not want us walking around miserable. So, y'all, stop apologizing. Stop apologizing for knowing. Stop apologizing for hearing. Stop apologizing for saying. Stop apologizing for existing. And just be.
We're going to work on that. We all going to do it together. We all going to grow out loud. And we're going to do that thing together because we are not qualified to tell God who we are or are not. Because <laughs> he made us and he knows. He knows what what's in you. Walk in that thing. Be unapologetic in walking in who you who God has called you to be, who God has said you are. And never never stop striving to walk the walk that God has just for you. Never never stop pursuing and focusing on the assignment because there are people that need you. People are waiting on you to realize who God has called you to be. They're waiting on you to just be, to help them. They don't even know that they're waiting on you. God is waiting on you. God is like, girl, <laughs> get together, stinker butt. It's like, come on. Like, I'm here. What's up? You ready today? Like, you ready? Be intentional, as God is intentional, in pursuing that and finding out. Ask God, God, who am I? What what is it? What is it that you would have for me to do? What what is it that you need me to get rid of so that I can unapologetically be who you need me to be? And I think that that's like the perfect step one. That was my step one. My step one was first first of all, no. My step one was being honest with God and being like, hey. I don't even trust you. I don't trust you, my boy. I'm sorry. I don't know why I don't trust you because you literally have never given me a reason not to, but I know for a fact that I do not. So that's a problem. That's a problem. And he's like, yes, perfect. Great. I can work with that. Let's go. We going on a ride. We going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Yes. And here we are. Look at us right here. Trusting and obeying the Lord. Exceeding TV. Find your thing. I'm so, I'm so, it, it, this truly, I am so excited about where God, that was so many thoughts in one moment. I'm so excited about where God is taking Exceeding TV. I'm so excited to see God just transform. And that joy, I can't explain it, but y'all get in tune with who God has called you to be. There is nothing but joy in that. Now, will there be trials? Absolutely. Will you always get it right? Absolutely not. Is it worth it? A thousand percent. That's the only way I can say it. It's a thousand percent worth it. Those six hours today showed me more about myself, but more importantly, they showed me more about God. And it gave me a deeper understanding of God. And it gave me a deeper understanding of how God loves me and how God loves on me and how God treats me and how God handles me. Even in the midst of me making a mistake, even in the midst of me 
being off and not in his flow, even for a second. Actually, for an hour, because that's how long that episode was. <laughs> well, I wasn't completely off, but it don't take a little strychnine to kill the rat. It don't take a little bit of poison. You ain't got to throw too much in there. Actually, if you throw too much in there, the rat ain't going to eat it. So the enemy only got to change one word. He ain't got to change the whole sentence. He just got to change one word to knock the whole thing off. One word out of a seven-word sentence can change the whole meaning of that sentence. And that's what I had to, that was my fun fact lesson of the day. The enemy will change one word and change the whole, the whole meaning of a sentence. And I got an aha moment on that today. Now, I, I heard it before, but it only take a little bit of strychnine to kill the rat. It only take a little bit of poison. And so that episode had the, just a little enough strychnine for God to be like, mm, go and delete it. I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all, like, I think it was confidence I was talking about that. God, if I sit down here and don't be in the right, uh, 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 God gonna cut that thing out. Like, mm, absolutely not. And I'm grateful. Let me stop and, and praise the Lord because I am grateful for that. Because if God left me to my own demise, my God, where would I be? I don't want to find out. So I just had to repent and keep it moving. Okay. Keep it pushing. But all that to say, stop apologizing. And just be who God called you to be. And if you can't think of anything else, know that God says that you are chosen. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. And you are peculiar. And my God, if you can't find no other adjectives for yourself, I go with those. <laughs> so with that being said, um, I will not be putting on an episode next week because we have a corporate fast with our ministry and God really wants me to focus and he want me to focus on that. I need to be focused on just that, just that alone. But season two, we coming. We coming. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to share the vision that God has given me for Season two, we're going, it's, it's changing. It's, it's moving. God is moving. Exceeding TV is moving. And I'm so excited. I pray that you stick with me. You stick it out. I pray that you were encouraged tonight. I pray that it provokes you to have a conversation. If you want to have a conversation with me about anything that was said, y'all leave me some comments. Y'all don't be, y'all don't be talking to me. I don't like that. I don't like that. Y'all talk to me. I like to talk. Y'all know I like to talk. Why would y'all do me like that? Why? We're going to work on it. Season two, we're going to work on it. But that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for coming on this ride with me. Season two, we going up. All right. So good.
Good morning. Good night. Good afternoon. Good evening. Bye.